0: Welcome to the Thulenormous Audio Experience. What's going on, Audio Experience peeps? Um, this is a QA and a episode where I took your audio questions from the Instagram DM and um answer them. So I hope you enjoyed this style. If you have questions, make sure you hit me up at Swanormous on Instagram and send me your audio question under 60 seconds, and I'd be happy to answer them on the next episode.
1: Hey, Papa Swoleo. I had a question about front squats versus back squats. What are the benefits of each? And also, what are these specific muscles targeted by each exercise?
0: Great question, dude. Um, I personally love both. I love front squats and I love back squats. The beauty of Uh, The front squat, for example, is the fact that it's very, very functional. Very rarely in life are you loading your back when you're lifting something. But very often, you can bend down, pick something up and put up on your shoulders, whether it's a child, whether you're lifting groceries, putting something up on a shelf. So it's a more functional movement. Um, When you do a front squat, you are also, your center of gravity shifts a little bit so you're able to keep your spine and your back more upright. The challenge is that most people don't have proper ankle, hip mobility and thoracic and shoulder mobility to get into the right position so they tend to fall forward more. The bar tends to roll forward so they tend to round their upper back and you can actually cause an injury when people go too heavy. The problem with the front squat oftentimes as people start with back squats their whole life and they want to transition to front squats and they keep too much of the same weight. They just load up the bar the same way and they try to force the front squat without working on mobility first. As you know, most people don't work and practice and focus on mobility training. So The front squat is great. Um, It's a little bit more, I would say, of a quad-oriented exercise, but obviously if you're doing squats and your glutes are activated properly, it's going to work your glutes exactly the way they're supposed to be worked. But the front squat is great for core stability because of your upper body engagement. In that sense, you're going to activate a lot more of your core musculature. So it's just a more challenging exercise, especially because of the mobility component. Now, when it comes to a back squat, there's two types of back squats. There's a high bar and a low bar. I prefer a low bar back squat because you are in a safer position and it puts less torque on the lower back. A lot of people, again, get injured when they do squats because they don't have proper ankle and hip mobility and when that lacks, you tend to move forward. You tend to lean forward more and it puts more torque and pressure on the lower back. So a high bar just amplifies that effect of having poor mobility. When you do a low bar back squat, the lever arm is shorter, so there's less torque and pressure on the lower back and you're able to activate the glutes more and really do a heavier squat and create more strength and more power. That's why you'll see power lifters and people that squat really heavy, they're usually doing a low bar position and the bar is tucked under their upper traps right digging deep into their upper uh, scapula. But like, you know, they're pulling it back. They're pulling it down. So when you do a low bar, you're actually kind of trapping your arms and pulling the bar down into your back and you really work on that hip hinge. So it's very glute oriented. So if you do a back squat or a front squat, just remember that ankle mobility is paramount. If you don't have good ankle mobility, you won't be able to shift your tibia forward you won't be able to dorsiflex as much and you're going to uh, limit that travel of your shin of your tibia which will affect your um your spinal your posture during the movement so if you're limiting your ankle mobility because you wear shoes a lot and you wear high heels male female whoever's listening to this you're going to have to lean forward more it's going to cause more of a forward lean which puts your back at risk and it deactivates your glutes and it works all the wrong places. So hip mobility, ankle mobility, which is why mobility training, stabilization training, yoga is so important. Um, So for most people, a low bar back squat is generally better and also safer, but a front squat is just so damn functional. Just make sure when you're practicing the front squat that you are sensitive to the multiple positions. You can cross your arms. You could do a clean rack position, but you need to really work on thoracic mobility uh, and strengthen the upper body as well as the lower body to make sure you're doing it properly. The knees should travel over the second toe. You don't want your knees caving in. Again, it's all about glute activation. It's all about mobility. That's the game, which is why in all my programs and stuff that I, um, most of you that are listening are aware of the gluteus medius, the gluteus maximus, glute activation, and mobility is the foundational approach because when you have proper mobility, that is where you can grow true strength. So, excellent freaking question. I hope that answered. If not, send me another DM. We'll do a follow-up, but I hope you enjoyed this um, little fucking squat rant. Thanks for the question, bro. Appreciate it.
1: Hi. So, answering to your your story I do have a question I used to be very very big I used to um weigh about 220 pounds and I've lost I'm weighing um 140 pounds right now or 145 I'm 19 so most of the skin and most of the fat went you know the right way I I, I look good but I have skin in very stubborn places like in my hips um in between my thighs and all that, in the back, on my low back, and I was wondering if there's an actual way to get rid of that, or is like I can't go through surgery, because they told me there wasn't enough skin, but there is, that's the thing, and it looks ugly, it feels ugly, and I feel like there's nothing I can do, I go to the gym every single day, except on Sundays, because my trainer makes me have a rest day, because I used to not have them, thanks to you, (laughs) but that's it, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a tough question because most often when there's extreme weight loss um, after being heavy, there's no other option but surgery because the skin adapts around the new extra weight and the size. So um, you're going to have to default to what the doctors say. I'm not sure why they said they can't. You say there's extra skin. I'm sure there's a reason why they're not. Either it's with insurance, either with it's some sort of how they repair and how they reattach the skin. You definitely need a certain amount, but you might also need another opinion. I'm not sure if you went to multiple... Physicians, I'm not sure how detailed you went through the process, but um, you know there's probably some limitations with topical treatments. You can eliminate all inflammatory foods, but that's mostly for the fat cells and for the rebalancing of your hormones and such. But when it comes to the skin itself, that is an organ, and it's going it adapted to your extra weight. So when you lose that extra weight. Um, it obviously remains it's not going to just rebound you know by itself so you may just need to get some more opinions and follow up some more do some more research but usually the case is when there's extreme weight loss that surgery will have to be the option because the skin has adapted um, to your prior self and now that you're healthier now they have less fat which is a good thing um, those types of um, you know, responses after weight loss don't just rebound. The skin doesn't digest itself or anything. So surgery is likely the option. I would recommend getting another couple opinions and see what your options are from there. Maybe it's not major surgery, maybe it's something more of a sculpting procedure, and I'm no expert in that, but I appreciate your question and I'm happy for your weight loss. Your health is massively benefited from it, so don't stress out. Love yourself for who you are practice your meditation your yoga keep up with your exercise and your proper nutrition try to take every step to remove toxins and uh, hormone disruptors from perfumes to deodorants to bedding sheets cleansers everything that can interrupt your um, your endocrine system that would be also beneficial just for your overall health but uh, stay focused and don't get down on yourself you're doing the right thing
1: Hey there, do you have any advice for someone who has PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome? I'm doing my best to just keep up with what my trainer tells me, what my doctor tells me, being active, and going at it. But if you have any advice, I'd love to hear it.
0: All right, so my answer to this, I um, actually sent uh, the person that's asking this question, I sent her a link to a blog or an actual podcast in the DM. You could look up a podcast those of you're listening uh, by Dr. Um, Lena Lana Asprey. Uh, she was on some, as like a PCA, PCOS Podcast or something, you can just do a Google search with Lana Asprey, and um, she was on a good podcast, and the transcript is all there in the blog form, and it explains it in much more detail. But you're going to have to literally reset your body, and this means nutrition overhaul. It means toxin removal, and it's far more than just oh, I don't drink soda. Uh, a lot of people try to clean up their nutrition, and think it's just the fast food, but it's everything from wheat, dairy, soy. But we're talking everything, not to mention. The cleaners, what you wipe your counters down with, what you have in your sheets in your mattress, what you, um, you know, the deodorant, colognes that you put on—these are all endocrine disruptors. And one of the major things that uh, people don't have in today's society, in part because of technology, is patience. And it takes a long time for the hormones and the endocrine system to reset. And we think that hey, I eliminate a couple foods. How come I'm not losing weight? I'm not feeling better. Uh, you know you 've been these things build up in your fat cells these things build up in your body and can take months and sometimes years to completely eradicate and for your body to completely rebalance so it 's not just I removed bread for a week it 's getting rid of all these other toxins and making progressive changes to keep on improving and getting better but doing so for months and months and months and months and being relentless relentless with that and a lot of people really don't put in that type of time and patience to allow their body to reset and a lot of this takes a lot of time because we are under attack in more ways than just nutrition. And this is why people have um, overwhelming thyroid issues and problems with weight loss. It's not just the calories. It's not just what food and the quality of the food that you're eating, which is essential. It's also what you're putting on your body and what you're surrounding yourself with, what you're spraying your hair with, that you're breathing all day, what's in your mattress, what toxic chemicals are breaking down that you're sleeping on for six, seven, eight, ten hours a night, every fucking night. These are major problems in our society overall. And we're learning more and more how much they interrupt our body's um, messaging system. So check out that, uh, that podcast and, you know, look more into that, that will um, that has reversed these issues for many women. And it's a process, it's a journey, but it's absolutely worth every ounce of your health.
1: I have a question about
0: to add to your live streams. When doing a certain workout, like let's just say a push-up, when you progress, let's take a number to 50 per se, it's not much of a challenge anymore. What do you think is better? weight to your push-up or doing a different variety of push-ups or both. Thank you. What you're talking about here are two completely different variables. You're talking about mechanical angle. You're talking about the physical um, adaptation that your body has to different positions and different muscles and different angles on the muscles that you will be working by changing your style, whether it's close grip, diamond, wide, staggered, whatever it is. So, you are, that's a different adaptation that your body is gonna have to deal with. When it comes to resistance, that's the intensity, that's the overload. So, if you're looking to build more muscle, it can you can definitely build more muscle when you're changing up the style because you're working different muscles in a different way and it's going to cause stimulus. But if you want to really focus more on hypertrophy, you're going to need to add resistance. Now, you can add a weighted vest, you can put a plate on your back and those types of things, or you can lift weights, which is a better option. But you could also do things like a single leg push-up where you lift one leg off the ground, there's less of your body that is uh, levering and your muscles, for example, your upper body are going to be working more. There's more weight that it has to lift because one of the legs is not involved. So you can change the angle, you can change the position and add that kind of variety, kind of like a flat bench, incline or a cable crossover. But if you're trying to build more muscle, if that's the goal, then you need resistance, you need overload, you need time under tension. So I would recommend. Adding some resistance, doing weight training. We could also do more time under tension and do slower push-ups, which will hit stabilizer muscles, but will also challenge the muscles more with the existing resistance. If you don't have extra weight available, but all you gotta do is do a single leg push-up, and that will be more challenging. A single arm push-up can be more challenging, but I definitely recommend if weight, if if adding muscle is the goal, to start lifting weights or to add resistance to your push-up. But changing up the angle is always good but it depends on what the actual end goal is with which one you're going to focus on more all right everyone i hope you enjoyed this new style q a here on the audio experience if you're not subscribed please subscribe and um, feel free to hit me up on instagram send me a dm and let me know what you thought of this episode and i'll see you next time peace